Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, host of the Ken Coleman Show, and author of the number one best-selling book. From Paycheck to Purpose is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. Thanks for hanging out with us. 888-825-5225 is the number. That's 888-825-5225. North Dakota starts off this hour. Samuel is with us. Hey, Samuel, how are you? Hey, pretty good. Good. How can we help? Hey, um, real quick, um... I've been married three years, and uh, we had just bought in a modular home in our, uh, I guess it would be second year of marriage, um, and modular home, mobile home, however people call it. Um, anyways, um, the lot rent keeps raising up, and we're wondering if we should just sell it or what we should do with it. And I, <clears throat> the other thing that I wanted to mention is that we're expecting our second child and so that kind of throws it into the mess of the stuff as well. So just getting some insight as far as where I, what I should do next. Good for you. Cool. How old are you? Uh, 24. What's your household income, sir? Um, 50, 52 <clears throat> for myself, and then me and my wife would be about 64. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. All right. Well, the premise is this. Um, there's nothing uh, on fire. There's no emergency here. But 10 years from today, owning a, uh, owning a, a mobile home that goes down in value is not a good plan. They go right. down in value. You know that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, thank you. Okay. And so instead, I would rather be living in something that goes up in value. And so that's why mobile homes are not a good purchase. Uh, simply, it's a car you sleep in. It goes down in value. So um, the you got to decide then, you know, how, since it's not a good long-term plan, when is the most opportune time to move out of that, and what are the steps? It might be that you sell it, and it may take you a little while to clean up. You may be upside down on it. You may owe more on it than it's worth, Art, do you? Sorry, well, what was the question? Do you owe more on it than it's worth? No, I do not. Okay, what is it worth? The next door house is about the same layout as our layout, and it sold for uh, fifty, um, and we owe about forty on it right now. Okay, so hopefully you could get fifty and walk away with ten. That would be amazing. And then what would we do? Uh, are you out of debt except for that? Um, we just have one car loan. Okay. I'd clean up the car loan. I'd build an emergency fund, and I'd rent for a year to two years while I saved up a down payment to buy my first home that is a stick-built wood or whatever home that's going up in value. And if it takes you from 24 to 26 to make that transition in one move, that's not a bad thing. Your other options sit there and let this thing go down in value. And you're going to look up and it's going to be worth 30 and you owe 35. And then you're going to look up and it's going to be worth 10 and you owe 25. 
that's where it's headed long-term, agreed? Agreed, yeah, yes. That's not a long-term plan. So, But again, this month, next month, I don't care. The next month, I don't care. Somewhere in there. Uh, when's the baby due? In February. Okay. So if you're going to do it, you should do it immediately, or you should do it after the baby. Okay. If you could get a buyer now and move into a rental with $10,000 in your pocket, or how much you owe in the car? 9000 You have any money in savings? Yes, I do. How much? Seven. Seven Perfect. Good. Okay, so if we sell this and we put ten in our pocket, that's seventeen. Pay off the car. Now we've got eight in savings and no debt, and we're renting when the baby comes. That sounds pretty good move. Now then, we start saving like crazy above our emergency fund for a down payment on a home, and that might take you a year or two years. But that's what lots of couples do. Yeah. Yeah, and but what you're having to do is change direction. Because you you, you got to get off at the next exit because you realize you're heading the wrong way on the interstate. And the first step is to get off the exit, go under, then get back on going the other way. And, and that you know that that's what we're doing. We're stopping and heading back, and then and then we'll see how much how, how long it takes us to get back up to speed. Yeah, Samuel, I don't know what's keeping you from doing this. You didn't say there was anything, but I'm telling you, I would do it now. The baby on the way, I'd do it immediately. Get the transition underway. One transaction takes care of all of your debt, and now you're changing your season. You're getting into a nice apartment. You're going to rent. I just love this move now. I wouldn't wait. I really wouldn't, especially since you've got a unit next to you that just sold for fifty. I'd be moving on that. Yeah, uh, you know, put this one on the market for fifty-two tomorrow. And uh, now again, if it gets up, if it doesn't sell yet, and it gets up to Christmas and it hadn't sold, and she's got a baby coming in February, take it off the market. Yeah, wait till after the baby comes. Do it this time next year. You know, do it next summer. That's fine. I'm good with that. There's again, there's no emergency here, but we need to be making steps because what happens is people put they kick the can on down the road and they put off mm-hmm. taking the steps to move in the right direction, and and that will get you absolutely burned. So I've got a friend that uh, is a mobile home manufacturer, and uh, he, he's like, "Would you quit being so hard on us?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, I you know, I you know, because they really make some very nice." Yeah. mobile homes now i mean That's it's not like it's not like but but you know i don't care if you call it a modular home or you call it a mobile home or you call it a trailer it goes down in value if you can walk up to it and perceive that it was built in a factory so you know if, if the home was brought in on a truck baby you're, you're gonna have trouble okay with the thing going up in value because the marketplace doesn't that the marketplace does not treat that as a value increasing situation well i know one that sold for yeah well the reason it sold for that was the land under it went up it was sitting on five acres and the five acres went up faster than the mobile home went down and that's why they got appreciation on it so if it had a regular house sitting on it they'd have made even more so mobile homes go down in value not a good play not a good thing to do don't buy one. Don't buy one. And I'm not mad at you if you're in the mobile home industry, but you sell something that goes down in value. Don't buy one. No. Buy a house or rent until you can buy a house that goes up in value. It's the problem with the tiny house movement. We've yet to see that the things are going to appreciate. Yeah. It's a novelty. 
a gimmick. And until it's got a proven track record of appreciating, going up in value, uh, appreciating, I'm not doing it. This is the Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Andrew is in New Mexico. Hey, Andrew, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, how are you guys? Better than we deserve. What's up? So uh, my partner and I are looking to buy a home in the near future, and I was just wondering what the balance between you know, how much I should be investing, how much I should put towards my student loans, and then how much I should put towards increasing the down payment on the house. Good question. Okay. Well, what we teach folks is the shortest distance between where you are and wealth and stability with your money without a bunch of risk is first to clear debt because your most powerful wealth building tool is your income. Then have a good solid emergency fund then save up a down payment for a home and then you would start or while you're saving up for the down payment for the home or after either one one of those two you would start saving for retirement so that sounds like this pay off the student loan first build an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses second that's baby step three we call it then you would um go from there And either go to baby step four, which is 15% of your income, or we call saving for a home because it's a temporary step, baby step 3B. So you could stop all retirement, not start retirement and save aggressively for a home, or you could put some in retirement and save some towards a home at that point. So that's how we teach to do it. And we've taught tens of millions of people to do that. And it works beautifully. Uh, It's not necessarily popular because everybody wants to go buy a house. But you need to get rid of these student loans because they're not going anywhere until you get rid of them. And so that's your first goal is to get your life back from Sally Mae. Um, Most people don't do that, but most people are broke. And most people make a lot of money and have nothing to show for it, work their whole life, and then hope the government, which is well known for its ability to handle money, will take care of them. So don't do that. Hang on. I'll send you a copy of the book, The Total Money Makeover, Andrew, to show you exactly how to do this process. Bridget is in Boston. Hi, Bridget. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Um, So I had a question about um, saving money versus putting um, more into my 403B plan through work. Um, So I've always been like big into saving money. So I've always had a big savings account. Um, I only recently started listening to your show and um, learning more about investing for the future. So Mm -hmm. I'm just sort of wondering, um, I've, I'm sort of like behind for the year cause I was only contributing like, I don't know, 5% and that was at like my part-time job. So I only have like 2,500 that I put into it this year, mm-hmm. but I know now that the max is like 22,500. So I'm sort of wondering if I should be aggressive for like the rest of the year and every year moving forward to make sure I at least like max that out before I'm like piling up more 
savings, essentially. Do you got any debt except your home? Uh, no, just a mortgage. Okay. All right. And what's your income? Household income? Uh, my household income between my husband and me is um, roughly around 300000 Way to go. Very cool. Okay. So just like the last caller, we would tell you to have an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Do you have that? Uh, yes, we have like well over that, actually. <laughs> How much do you have in that account? Uh, we have right now 125000 I think it's at. Okay. That's where you said, I like being a saver. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cause Good. I know that's more than we would ever need, but it's, it's way more than you would ever more. need. So yeah. what, what do you owe on your home? Uh, 400,000. Perfect. Man, wouldn't it be cool to get that house paid off Bridget? Yeah. So that was sort of my dilemma because yeah. we already actually made an additional payment towards our home mm. earlier this year, um, of like 50,000. And I was ready to do that again towards the end of the year. We were going to like try to just do like a hundred this year because we have the money to in the savings account. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but, but I'm sort of like wondering mm-hmm. if first I should max out my retirement fund contributions and like prioritize that. And then, and then deal with the mortgage afterwards. And you can, I don't know, you I'm can just do sort of both. Like, you can do both. You've got the money. Yeah. Let's sit down, you and your husband, and lay out a game plan with the income you have coming in and allocate it. I want you to put 15%. You said you're making 300K, right? Mm -hmm. That's $45,000 into some kind of retirement investments this year. 15% of your income into retirement. Okay. And then everything else goes at the house. And you okay. ne- only need three to six months of expenses set aside. It does not cost, I mean, three to six months of expenses at your place is probably 40 or 50 grand. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, like yeah. around 50. All right, let's hold 50 and throw the rest of it at the house today. And I want you to cash flow 45000 out of your income into retirement by the end of the year. Okay. Yeah. My, my husband does get some through his work plans. So like I'm only speaking for my, myself. And I not, want you to work on um, the household. Like you have to work together. Okay. It's you're married. Okay. You're married. So we're going to work together. Okay. And you're, okay. you're not joint. It's not a joint venture. So, I mean, if he's putting in more, you're putting in less or you're putting in more, he's putting in less. I don't care. But the whole thing okay. totals up to 45 K going into retirement for the two of you. And, uh, then everything else at the house, you're going to have this house paid off. In about three more years. That's yeah, going to be wild. I, so the, only, the only caveat to that is we've talked about um, having a baby at some point in the next year or two. So I don't know. Like, I still plan to work at least part-time, and I should be able to maintain, like, a good chunk of my income. Yeah. But assuming we end up let's, let's around, like, Let's worry about that when then. the stork shows up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for, na- for now, for now, let's just execute this plan. Yeah. Stork shows up, you can adjust your plan. Okay. But for right now, I really think, I mean, we're getting ready to throw a hundred grand at this house and you only owe 400 and you make 300. So I'm telling you, you probably are out of debt in about three years and you're not that old. How old are y'all? Uh, I'm 26. He's 29. Oh man, you're doing so good. <laughs> I mean, Bridget, you're a rock star, and I you're so on top of it. You just need to take a deep breath and realize there's no way you're going to screw this up. You're so responsible, and and you guys, your earning potential is going to increase. Yeah, you're making so much money, and you're going to make more. So you're doing great. This is good. Everything is good. Yeah. But I, I tell you what, you're you're not getting good use of that money that's sitting over there doing nothing in savings. 
That's why I'm going to throw right, it at this house. I, because if you get this house yeah. paid off, it's going to unleash arithmetic into your mm-hmm. wealth building like you won't believe. What's your house worth? Um, so we bought it um, for like around, it was like 605 what we paid for it, but um, it's worth a lot more now. Like that was three years ago. We bought it during 2020. Right. Um, so it, it says it's worth more and we've actually put money into it. Like we've renovated um, and like added square footage. So is it a million that. or more? Um, I, I would guess around 900 yeah. would be yeah. what it would sell for if I sold it, like put it on the market today. That's phenomenal. Yeah, so you're millionaires and you're 26. I mean, I guess if you put it like that. <laughs> I mean, just about. Just You're not quite, but you're just about. So you're, yeah. you're doing a really, really good job. So let's clean that up, and then you don't have that burden of any kind when you're thinking about things. If a stork comes or doesn't come on, on schedule, then, then right. hey, we're in good shape, and we can adjust the plan according if we want to. And you've got the flexibility to do that with a paid-for house. That's where you're headed. That's where I'm going to take you to because that's going to take you to a $10 million net worth in the future. Well done. Very cool. You guys are amazing. I'm so proud of you. Good, good work. Man, you get started at that age, Ken, the way the math works, it just blows your mind. Yeah. Stupid. It's stupid money. I mean, you said it. $10 million is not an exaggeration. No, that's I'm where not, they're I'm headed. Not, it's not hyperbole. No, I mean, it is not. I want people to understand that's that. That's very, yeah. very doable. Wow. Great income, great market where their home is to pay off a house in a Boston market. Are you kidding me? Man, that's big time. That is big time right there. So, yeah, it's amazing. When you do, when you pay attention, and that's what they're doing. They, they were paying attention before they got to us. Yeah, that's right. And they're being intentional. It changes your whole trajectory on your money. This state running around with your head stuck in the clouds and chaos doesn't work. I just bought it because I fell in. Shut up. Adults devise a plan and follow it. Children do what feels good. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 40% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Matt and Michelle are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? We're great, Dave. How are you? Better than we deserve. Where do you guys live? Just outside Milwaukee in Wisconsin. Oh, fun. Well, welcome to Nashville. Thank you. And how much debt have you paid off? $147,935. All right. Good for you. And how long did this take? About 18 months. Good. And your range of income during that year and a half? 
started at about 210000 and now we're at 300000 Wow, nice jump. What do you guys do for a living? I'm in healthcare sales. Mm-hmm. And I work in human resources. Cool. So why the big $90,000 jump? For me, it was a couple of internal promotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm very ambitious in my career and took a couple extra jobs to uh, get that increased income. Ah, nice. look at you. <laughs> well done. Well done. So what kind of debt was the 148? You name it, we financed it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you were normal. Pretty normal, yeah. Um, about 80000 of it was student loans, mm-hmm. 50000 in cars, and then the rest of it was anything from carpet to TVs to couches, you name it, we did it. <laughs> you know, I hadn't thought about financing carpet in a long time. That that used to happen a lot, though. That's very, yeah, I get it. Okay, cool. TVs even, yeah, okay. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. How long have y'all been married? Uh, just about six years. Okay, so a couple years into the marriage, this turns out it's not going so good <laughs> on the money part. What happened? Tell me the story here. I can see it coming. Yeah, so I... Uh, after we got married, I, you know, our communication on money was, was really poor. I took sole responsibility of kind of looking at our finances. And as you can see, I was pretty bad at it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I obviously made a lot of poor decisions and, and then I would turn around and get mad about a $90 Target or Walmart charge. And, mm-hmm. uh, I know a guy like that. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, about two years ago, I, uh, I woke up on a Saturday morning, beautiful day with our kids and her at home. And uh, instead of hanging out with them, I sat in our office trying to figure out where all our money was and totaled up all of our debt. I was kind of working the avalanche plan on our big student loan and realized I dug a much bigger hole. And so uh, a, a few years before that, someone at work had told me about, you know, about you guys and I never really took it seriously. And so that morning I Googled, how do you get out of debt easy? And first name I saw was yours. Mm-hmm. And so I started listening and uh, probably three days later I called in the show and uh, you actually gifted me financial peace on that day. So, wow. Yeah, so right around Father's Day a couple years ago. So I was on board right away, and then I had to get her on board. <laughs> okay, so he comes in and goes, uh, <laughs> we have a mess I made. Would you go to class with me? And what would you say? Yeah, it, it took me a minute to get on board, but once we started watching some of the videos, it was actually Rachel that, mm. that kind of put me on board. She you know, was very relatable to me. She mm-hmm. was a mom with, with young kids who admittedly liked to shop and spend and eat out. So mm-hmm. I said, you and know she what? she does. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you know what? It's time. It's time. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys started watching Financial Peace yep. University together. Yep. Were you in a class or just doing it at home? Did it all at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. Very cool. Absolutely. Very cool. But you did watch through the videos together and then game on and every little detail and uh, and obviously 18 months. Yeah. That's pretty quick. When you first started this, did you go 18 months? No way. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. You know, there was a lot of stuff along the way that we kind of sacrificed on. Um, you know, one of the things that I, we did was I had one of the cars was a you know new 2020 GMC car and we had, even though I we had already paid it off I when all the used cars went up oh, in yeah. price I actually went and traded it in backwards for a you know 2013 and got a deal got a deal and yeah. they they handed me a check and it took forever for them to go get it and, and they were they were so apologetic and they're like sorry normally people use their equity to trade up in car and um, you know my loud mouth said well normal's broke so <laughs> 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 and then it took them another hour to they get your check. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously a good income. Yeah. So two ten going into this, then you guys went into hustle zone. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. busting it. Uh, how intense did this look and feel? It, give us give us the play by play when you really got serious about it. I think uh, we realized it was pretty serious when I came home from a Costco trip and she realized that I uh, turned in her name brand coffee for the cheap stuff and she wasn't pretty happy with me. <laughs> Ooh. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that happened. But yeah, a lot of sacrifice. You can Get- trade your car and don't mess with my coffee. <laughs> exactly. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Your car, my coffee. This is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, I think we just we started to realize how much opportunity there was in our budget to start really kind of peeling back. We weren't really budgeting before that. And mm-hmm. so uh, we started to realize all the areas we had that we could you know, pull money out of and um, you know, put it all towards that debt. Yeah. Do you remember how, well, if there, was there a month where you put the most away in one month or was this a consistent rhythm once you got this thing figured out? Um, I think it was, you know, obviously in sales, there's some ups and downs in, yeah. in income, but I think, uh, you know, this past year, uh, there was a significant bonus that came through that was a, uh, man, I think it was like a, a $12,000 payment or something mm. like that. So, you know, fortunate for that, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and, but there was, and before it would have just disappeared, now it went to the game plan. Yeah, that was one of the things that, uh, to me, as I was going through, I had some notes in my phone to just make sure I stayed the course. And one of the things that I had typed down was every dollar is a dollar. And what I meant by that was just, you know, these $50 payments start to become $100 payments. And then, you know, it kind of adds up as you go. Yep. Yep, it does. It does. So between the two of you, now you've really done it. I mean, you're you're not you're not theory. You <laughs> actually paid off a hundred and forty-eight thousand dollars in eighteen months. So people that are out there just thinking about this for the first time, they may be facing the that fear you were facing on that Saturday morning, like, mm-hmm. oh crap, I've made a mess here. Uh, what is the secret to getting out of debt? The two of you have done it. Um, I think communication. Um, we started talking a lot more about you know what our upcoming expenses for the month you know we've got three little kids and a lot of expense comes along with mm-hmm. that so what's what's coming up in the next month and not just those random you know fifty hundred dollar payments at target or whatnot so the communication and just the actual budgeting <laughs> instead of swiping the card and hoping it doesn't get declined was mm-hmm. <laughs> was a big one mm-hmm. yeah i mean obviously you know the budget was huge we we weren't doing it before so you know what you know once we kind of figured out what we would need from a, a Target or Walmart or a grocery store, we, you know, there was never any fights about that. We, we had kind of dialed in the budget. And then uh, the other thing that I, I certainly realized along the way was that the, the snowball is faster than the, the avalanche. And, you know, again, we were trying, I was focused so much on just that student loan. I didn't realize how much of a hole I dug ourselves or we dug ourselves as we uh, focused on that. And all of a sudden that morning, I realized how much more we had gone into debt. So you, you also have to just stop going into debt like yeah. we, that saturday morning we, we had a moment and said we're not done we're done yeah mm. that's it we're done mm-hmm. yeah and and the power the powerful thing is when you just make a decision like that it changes the direction yeah. there, there it takes a minute for the math to catch up but something changes in the air i mean mm-hmm. the spirit changes sure. you know and it's uh it's it's powerful that's powerful well done yes. y'all y'all are heroes right. thank you that was that was a hard 18 months yeah, we we actually, you know, our third baby was born in January, so we, you know, we've cash flowed that as well along the way, and so uh, the other piece of it too, uh, you talk about peace all the time. We were moving our way through baby step three, and we were almost done, and our car that hauls the whole family around, the engine went completely out, oh. and it was wildly frustrating. But like we looked at each other and just said, like, we're gonna be okay. we're gonna be okay. We got you know, there's money and fix the car, fix mm-hmm. the car, yep. no drama, no yeah. drama. Just uh, used to be drama and broke and <laughs> car, yeah, and everything, yeah. Oh my gosh, wow! Way to go, you guys! Very thank proud you. of y'all. Y'all are heroes. Oh, thank, thank you. Well done, well done. Hey, we've got the live and give box for you. That's the Baby Steps Millionaires book. Uh, that's where you're headed for sure. If you're not there yet, you're going to be there soon. The way you guys are rolling, <laughs> way you. to go! And uh, a Financial Peace University membership. You've already got that, so you'll be able to give that away. And of course, the 
uh, total money makeover. And again, that may be something you gift, but it's up to you. It's your box. We uh, got it for you guys to say thanks for coming all the way to Nashville to do your debt free screen. We're proud of you, Ramsey. <laughs> thank you. You're well, why we work. Us. You're why we do this. So thank you very much. Matt and Michelle, Milwaukee, 148,000 paid off in 18 months, making 210 to 300. Count it down. Let's hear a debt free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt free. Yeah. That Ken is a power couple. Man. Really is. Boom. Yeah. Those two focus on something there and he's stopping them. Oh. Man. Boom. I love it. I love it. I love it. Heroes. Well done, guys. This is the Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Matthew 634. Therefore, do not do, be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Winston Churchill said, it is a mistake to try to look too far ahead. The chain of destiny can only be grasped one link at a time. Never heard that from Churchill. Interesting. Very cool. The dude had a way of words, didn't he? He's a wordsmith. <laughs> Aspen is in College Station, Texas. Hi, Aspen. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call and all you guys are doing. Thank you. How can we help? Um, so I have kind of an interesting question. My husband is currently in school to be a veterinarian. He graduates in 10 months. We own our house um, debt-free except the mortgage except he will be getting student loans hitting him right when we um, leave. So when we sell our house, we will have about 130 in equity after the sale, and he'll owe about 160. I was wondering if it would be okay to use about 40,000 of that 130 as a down payment on a house for when we move. Um, How much student loan debt does he have? 160 and, and we are currently paying on it and i believe we'll be about at 140 by the time and we you get 140 out of the house so you could be clear if you if you just wait to buy a house yes i, I would i would be clear of the student loans okay that, that's not what you wanted to hear but i would be no because i think <laughs> yeah. I, I think that here's what's going to happen okay you're coming out of school. You're resetting everything in your mind. You're resetting everything in your life. All the math in your life is changing. You're going from being a student, piling up debt, to clearing debt, and starting to have some serious money. And uh, do you know where he's going to be working yet? Has he got that lined up? Yes. Yeah, so he's already signed a contract, and he will start off at 1.30. I am currently working full-time, so we're living off my salary right now, which is more than enough. So How much is your salary? Take- 95 and it'll be the same when you move um it'll likely be a little bit higher i'm lined up for a promotion hopefully in the fall Mm -hmm. Um, i think it'll be closer to 110 so you guys are going to be making a quarter of a million dollars with not a debt in the world and i'm saying rent for a year rent for a year and pile up a huge pile of cash and then go buy something you will buy something different than you would stealing this 40000 away from the student loan debt and trying to squeak into a house to go from house to house instead of renting for one year. You're moving to a new market. You'll know the market better. You can take your time in the purchase. 
you'll have the income stabilized, your lives will be stabilized. You're going to do a lot better real estate deal, a lot more accurate real estate deal for the next five years than you will do if you do what you're thinking. But Understood. That's a great point. Yeah, but your friends are going to think you're crazy. <laughs> they already think we're crazy. Yeah, it's okay. That's okay. They're broke. And understand, your <laughs> your parents may say the same thing. Oh, you guys need to put a down payment. But let me tell you something. When we moved, I had three little ones. Uh, they were all, let's see, eight, mm, call it six and and five when we moved here nine years ago. And Stacy and I rented for two years because we wanted to save up a larger down payment. And two, we wanted to get a lay of the land and figure out where we were going to plant here. And so yeah. it's, it is not unwise to rent. Can I just tell you, it gives you options. For a short period of time. Yeah, short period of time. And right. two is on the long end, but it worked for us. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like I'm saying, one year here, you're going to know the market better. You'll take your time in the purchase. You'll you'll make a much better purchase. And your brain is going to be in a different place mm-hmm. making a quarter of a million than it was vet school and 90. So true. And, it, you know, you'll adjust. You'll go, okay, this is the right. You're going to make a better house decision that's more forward-looking than jumping to jumping. Yeah. And, and um, but, but. Everybody's so strung out about real estate. I love real estate, and I want you to be a homeowner, but I want you to do it the right way. Lee is with us, or Leah, in uh, Boston. Hi, Leah. How are you? Yes. Hi. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Um, I am 43. I just turned 43, and I am thinking of going back to school for my NP, um, nurse practitioner. Um and I just became actually, this is all my second career being a nurse. Um, and um, I'm thinking about how to pay for it. It's about 50 grand. Um, and I could pay outright for it. Good. Um, however, my income when I'm in school, though it's part-time, will go down a little bit as well because I won't be working as much. Um so I can pay for it, but in my mind, I get scared to do that, and I'm more tempted to take out loans. So you, loans. you feel like it, you'll be more secure going into debt than you would be secure with a little less money. You're wrong. <laughs> I know I'm wrong. <laughs> I know I'm wrong. That's the thing. I just, <laughs> you know, I'm also I'm also I'm I'm also a mom. Um, I have one twelve year old. Uh huh. Um, Doesn't change a thing. And you know, how much it, money? How much yeah. money have you got in the bank, Leah? Um, I have about like two ninety five. Yeah, and and you're gonna spend <laughs> and you're gonna spend what on the on the uh, the nurse practitioner fifty fifty. About fifty, give or a little, probably a little bit over fifty. But you realize how rent, ridiculous the question, the numbers you just gave me are, don't you? No, but my the rent difference in two ninety five and two fifty, right? Two forty five. My in terms of taking care of a twelve year old is laughable. But if you burn through two forty five, no. you're going to burn through two ninety five. I love this back and forth. You've gone to the butt three times, and Dave's interrupt you. I got to hear this butt. What is the butt? But I have, you know, expenses. My rent is is expensive. Are you a princess I, die? You know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Quarter of a million dollars of expenses? Well, no. I mean, I have, you know, I, I am, I, 
I had, I made a lot more money before this career. Now I've gone down because I hated my job before. And now I love my job, but it came at a Okay, so Leah, hold on one second. Let's look at how much are you going to make less as you're going into school? How much less will you make? Have you got that figured out as take home? How's it going to change? Um... I well, I used to make over three hundred thousand. No, that's not what we're talking about. Um, no, you said you, you used to make, make eight million, but that doesn't matter. What do you make now? That's going to go down. Yeah, I I bring home about um, between seven and eight thousand a month. Okay. And um, you would, instead you'll be bringing home how much? Yeah, um, I would say about probably six. Okay, so two thousand a month. That's twenty four thousand dollars. Right. Can you adjust your lifestyle to where that's not stressing you out? Well, pull twenty four thousand out of your two ninety five. There's that. And pull too. fifty out of your two ninety five. Right, and keep also, everything exactly like it is right now, and go to school without borrowing money. You do not need to borrow money. It's insanity with your numbers. There's also there's also the, the okay. The, you need to go borrow money. You should go deeply in debt. I'm tired of arguing <laughs> with you. You should go deeply in debt and see if you can bankrupt yourself. Yeah. Oh my God, woman! How many times have I got to argue with you? This is nuts. <laughs> She's fighting hard for that loan right now. I'm, I'm, desperate, I'm desperate to go into student loan debt. Well, go at it, lady. Go at it. That's what you need to do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How in the world? You're sitting on $300,000 cash, and your biggest worry is a $24,000 shortfall and a 12-year-old. Jeez. You, you're okay. Yeah. You're okay. Because she didn't get – you didn't get there. With, with being crazy and undisciplined. To stack that kind of cash away... You, she got there because she had a huge income, bigger than this. She did, before. but she still saved it. You know, It's not like she's going to just blow this cash. Yeah. But no, we don't borrow money to preserve a savings account. So, no, no, no. How many times I got to say this? No, no. Ken, good show today. <laughs> Thank you, sir. That was fun. Austin, Ben, James, Zach, and Andrew in the booth. Well done, guys. <laughs> well done. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey, it's Ken. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey baby steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.